Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. There's much to do. Yes, we put up the tree. You oh, did. Uh, or the parents put up the tree. We have a we have a little tiny Charlie Brown tree. Oh, at you your do? house? Yeah, because the reno and everything that's going on is just really not. Uh, I mean, we've got decorations out. We just can't do it at, at the scale that she normally Prefers, does. Yeah. But her parents, who will be here for Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, and they're typically in the past they haven't been, so this is a big deal that they're going to be here this year because they sold their place in Florida. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, oh gosh, we got to break out all these old decorations we haven't seen in years. Oh, wow! And so they had to put the tree, and they. You know, need a little assistance, sure. so we're doing that and stringing the lights and doing the whole thing. And is well, it a pretty fun. tree? Did it turn it's out nice? Beautiful. Yeah, nice. he actually picked a really good one. He went out oh, so to it's uh, real. Oh, you, oh yeah. Didn't a, you go? Uh, so he, I was supposed to go, oh. uh, but then something came up, and he, I couldn't be there when he needed me to be there. So he went and he got the tree. He went out to Burgers on Thirty Two, you know, and they wrap it up and they string it to the car. Mm-hmm. And then his cleaning lady happened to be there. So she was able to get it off the car into the oh, back door. Nice. And then I showed up the next day. And then we brought it in and we got Put it, it on the thing stand and, and watered it and fluffed it. And Does it smell good? It smells great. And then we oh. went in Saturday, I guess, and, and started decorating. So Yeah, Very it was fun. nice. Yeah, we're only three weeks away. We were just talking about that off air because the news was like, three weeks until Christmas. I'm like, liter- literally, today, like three weeks from today. I know. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And Thanksgiving rapping. was early this year, as early as Thanksgiving can be. So yeah, it's, it's a longer Christmas season. But I love it's going it. Fast. I just yeah. keep thinking about all of the like. Oh my gosh, we've got to get to the festival of lights. Oh my I gosh, gotta... all of the things I haven't done yet. Yes, and now exactly. We have three weeks to go. Oh boy. Right. I know. Yeah. We're just talking Countdown about like on. all the uh, themed contesting too that we got that we got going on, right? And uh, how we're going to coordinate it all because we've still got shop till you drop going on. That's mm-hmm. round seven. Which is always a good reminder after the weekend. How's your cheat sheet looking? Yeah. When was the last time you checked its accuracy? Do you even know where it is? That's right. I just found mine. Yeah, and I mean, we we barely scratched the surface on round seven. This is the Kroger gift gift card round. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. All the gift cards from the gift card kiosk at Kroger are up for grabs. Uh, Everybody from Amazon to Dick's Sporting Goods, Skyline. Jeff Ruby's. This is a conven- the important, convenient round. I just made my list. I made my gift card list yesterday of all the people, like the oh, teacher, yeah, like the teachers and Miss Maddie, the dance instructor, and then you know Jeff Thomas, I, <laughs> my hair uh, girl. I'm like, I gotta get gift cards, right? <laughs> and then uh, we got to set a little money aside for tips too yes. for all those people oh, in our yeah. lives. That- you know, take care of us. That's so true. Right. I have my cash app link up on my Instagram page. If anyone would like to tip their favorite uh, <laughs> their DJ. Their favorite radio DJ. That's so funny. I don't, my Venmo. I don't, but maybe I should put it on. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, that's hilarious. Yep. 
Well, we got a lot to get you caught up on this morning. Uh, let's if we're, if we're talking about money, how much money does Nick Cannon spend per year at <laughs> Disneyland? That is a fair question. I thought you were going to say, how much does Nick ask. Cannon spend on his kids at Christmas? I thought you were going to say, how much does Nick Cannon imagine. spend at the family planning center? Oh, oh yeah. All yeah. those things. I'd love the answer. I'd love the numbers to all those things. Right. Also, why do fans of The Office heckle Emily Blunt every time they see her? And Kiss played their final show, but they may still tour. What? I know. It's weird. Not the way you think. Nope. We'll explain. First E! News of the day is straight ahead. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art it's played their final show uh, but it looks like they may still tour after all but not the way you think we'll have the story coming up and why fans of the office heckle emily blunt Get to both those stories here in a minute, but first, let's begin this hour's E News with Nick Cannon this morning. You like so, the music? I do. That's pleasant. So, Nick Cannon, he's got a dozen children, full twelve. Even though um, he's fathered twelve, I should say one did die in infancy. If you remember that very, very sad story, mm-hmm. so he has eleven that he needs to take care of, and that includes trips to Disneyland, and they are not free. They used to be. Back when Nick just had his twins with Mariah Carey, he was working for Disney at the time. But now he has to pay like the rest of us, and he claims that he spends about $200,000 a year just at Disney. It's probably not that hard to do. I was going to say, that yeah. sounds like yeah. one trip with 11 kids. Yeah. Every with, birthday. Like, the food is... I mean, I literally... <laughs> Penelope and I went to... Um, like before we got there early before like the rides open and we went to the Starbucks and I got a coffee, a cinnamon roll uh-huh. and a water and it was like thirty seven dollars. I thought you were gonna say thirty seven thousand dollars. No, thirty seven dollars for a cinnamon roll. I would have bought it. I would have yep. believed it. And yep. a coffee. Yep. So he says every birthday and every Christmas I'm literally at Disneyland once a month. It's ex- <laughs> That's so he said it's expensive already <laughs> off the top if you're trying to stay in the hotel. Oh, it's yeah. not how it used to be. You got to make reservations. Well, Dis- I guess that's good for what, Disney. What's the dis- the difference? Disney, how much bigger is Disney World than Disneyland? Oh, oh like lots. Times, I feel like yeah. it's yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. Disneyland is in Orange County and they got like limited space. They're right. surrounded by commerce Stop. and residences. Yeah. But it's also like Disney World has all the other things. The Epcot, the Animal Kingdom, the... And Disneyland doesn't have nearly as many things no. like that. And Disney World actually has a lot more. They own more land that they could continue building yes. theme mm-hmm. parks. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of room for And expansion. the hotels, too. Like, the themes at the Disney World, like, hotels, yeah. totally different. And in my opinion, way more awesome. I need sure. to check this. Is Disney, like, Florida's biggest employer? 
I believe I it is. I feel like they are. Yeah. If, yeah. if they're not the biggest, at least in that sector, they are. They are. I, I believe they are the biggest. Nice. I want to yeah. say that. Create the most jobs like, in know, that state. A lot of news stories about Disney in the past year or two. And I feel like they often say Florida's largest employer. Such and such is happening with Florida. Well, because remember, employer. they weren't they like fighting with the government? Oh, to they're fighting get with the state government. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on there. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, in other e news this morning, actress Emily Blunt still deals with upset fans of The Office who think her husband, actor John Krasinski, who I think is adorable. John Krasinski played Jim on The Office, but in real life, he's married to actress Emily Blunt. But Emily Blunt, his real-life wife, constantly deals with upset fans of The Office who think that John should be with Jenna Fisher in real life. Wow, people. Now, this show ended. This is what blew me away. This show ended 10 years ago. Can you believe that? Tim and I are the huge Office fans here. And it ended with Jim and Pam married with two kids. She says, Emily says, whenever I walk beside him, people still shout, I wish you were with Pam. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll be like, where's Pam? And oh, I'm like, she's, she's not here. She's not here. It's TV. It's, it's make believe. It's not real. No. Emily adds that she and John adore Jenna. They love Jenna. She's one of their closest friends. Uh, Emily and John have been married since 2010, so he was still on the office when they got when married. They got married. Yeah. Uh, huh. Jenna, for her part, she's also married. Uh, mm-hmm. She's been married since 2010. Do people heckle her husband? Yeah, right? <laughs> Does I wonder. he get grief? Wait a minute. You're not Jim. You're not supposed to be with yeah. her. Well, I saw Pam. <laughs> she wasn't with Jim. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jenna Fisher and her husband also have two kids. So, I mean, this I did not watch The Office. Those were the dark years at my house is what I called them. We didn't have the TV on ever because we were trying to create a very non-distracting, calm environment for Jacob. So there was like no, nothing ever, ever. Yeah. So I missed every single episode of that. Yeah. So Pam and J- so what is... Like, were they, was it one of those office things where they flirted all the time yes. and they really should be together, but yes. neither one of them would make the move? For, or for whatever reason, circumstances. Were they with other people? Sometimes. Yes, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. But they didn't mess around together. There was just this flirtatious, like, oh, my God, these two really need there to. There was this clear connection, this chemistry, this unspoken language uh-huh. shorthand that the two of them had and so it was just obvious to all the viewers like oh my god these two need to be together yeah but she's with that guy or he's just yeah. the timing was always super frustrating but and were, was there a rule at the office that they couldn't date no, no. couldn't date co-workers uh, no that wasn't part no. of it okay but they and were america's they, couple they were okay and so they ended up getting together in the end there were some bumps yeah okay. yes all right and they, they got married at Niagara Falls. Oh, wow. oh okay. how cute is Wonderful. that? So what was the episode like when they finally got together? Was it oh my d- God. was it a conversation? Was it just at one point, you know, he slammed her up against the wall and laid a kiss no. on her? Or how did that go down? Do you remember? Great question. I, I don't. See, I'm asking It was all dudes. very sweet, Jen. I'm asking it, dudes this question. They were question. in the office supply closet and no. they just railed each other. <laughs> it, I'm kidding. I don't know. I didn't watch either. No, that was the great thing about The Office is that they didn't do the, the cliche type style. 
connections or, or unions. You know, uh-huh. it was it was just so much more subtle than that. Yeah, and somewhat muted, but just in a way that your heart would like burst. Oh, you, you have to see it. I mean, it's yeah. it's still. It's still relevant. Like, it's still mm-hmm. good. It's not so outdated that you wouldn't enjoy it. You if can you... still watch it. It's on Peacock and a bunch of other places. Yeah, I mean, if I you're mean... sitting in the car waiting for Jacob to finish up with whatever, just saying. <laughs> you, sh- you would like watch it, Watch a little. Yeah. You would like it. Yeah. The first season is a little slow, hang in there, mm-hmm. and it really It takes off going. from yeah. there. It does. <laughs> and it's just funny. Like, outside of that relationship, because there were so many other subplots that were just mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. And each of the characters were so different from each other. And you know someone like each one. Yeah, absolutely. That's what made it so accessible. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So KISS wound up their end-of-the-road farewell tour Saturday night at Madison Square Garden. But after the show, they unveiled a new version of the band. A virtual version. Oh, nice. So a video played of their avatars performing God Gave Rock and Roll to You with Paul telling the crowd... Your love, your power has made us immortal. The new KISS era starts now. Huh. So. The KISS laser light show coming to the <laughs> planetarium. <laughs> Maybe they're going to be uh, holograms. You well, know. Digital KISS was created by George Lucas's special effect company in conjunction with the people who did that virtual avatar. So we don't know. We don't have any dates for fake KISS shows. But the real Paul Stanley says, what we've accomplished has been amazing, but it's not enough. New Kids Era starts now! New shows, everything you've got. Our shows are about joy. The future is so exciting. We can live on eternally. The band deserves to live on because the band is bigger than we are. Mm. How about that? He says, this is uh, Gene Simmons. We can be forever young and forever iconic by taking us to places we've never dreamed of before. The technology is going to make Paul jump higher than he ever has. Oh, that's cool. They left out the part about making them filthy rich, like even more than they already, already are. are. Yeah. Now, would you see what? Would you go see one of these shows? No. I mean, if you if the band your favorite band no longer toured, but they had this kind of thing. Well, I was too young to go to ABBA shows, so. Like, that's something I I would have, if the opportunity presented itself, mm-hmm. I would have, just for kicks, would right. have liked to have checked out mm-hmm. just to see. Yeah. You know, would it, would it have been as gratifying an experience as if they were really there? I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Speaking I don't of, know if I would. Speaking of money, as a general rule, artists... You know, we're talking 2023 here. I mean, with virtual avatars and all these ways that they're trying to make money through merch and mm-hmm. stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, artists don't make squat off of Spotify royalties. Mm-mm. Yeah, That's why, like, in the music industry, they're kind of viewed as the devil. I mean, everybody seems to have a Spotify account, and that's part of what perpetuates the problem. But like most rules, both natural and man-made, this one does not seem to apply to Taylor Swift because Taylor <laughs> Taylor was streamed 26.1 billion times so far in 2023. Wow. Which means she's on pace to pocket $100 million in Spotify royalty. Dang. But that's also part of the deal she made. When she settled, like uh, when she left yeah, yeah. the uh, the old record company or big machine mm-hmm. records, big machine records, and and she cut a new deal because remember she wouldn't allow any of her music on Spotify 
and they caved. She had to set up a deal that obviously was very lucrative for her, but Uh she also was one of the few artists that had the kind of juice to be able to do that. Uh, She also racked up 38.3 billion streams on platforms outside of Spotify. And just in case you're not finished hearing about what an awesome year Taylor Swift is having, (laughs) she just became the first artist in history to have five albums, five different albums in the top 10 of the Billboard 200 album chart at the same time. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 1981, Taylor's version. 1989, Taylor's version is back at number one. Uh, Midnight's is at number three. Folklore is at number five. Lover is at number six. And Speak Now, Taylor's version is at number 10. Yeah, but you know what's crazy about this is I was reading this article over the weekend about how some of her hardcore fans are turning on her a little bit because she's asking people to pay to stream the Eras Tour movie that's going to be coming out on December 13th, her birthday. Right. And everybody's like, look at all this money you're already making. Why are you charging people to, like, why wouldn't you just put it on Netflix or why wouldn't you just put it on Peacock? Or because something? this enables me to write $100,000 checks to my truck drivers. Yeah, but that <laughs> is you know, We got to take care of them. I mean, yeah. she's mm-hmm. giving out all this money, but she's pulling in a lot of stew too. Yeah, she and is. she wants people to pay whatever it is, nineteen eighty nine, to stream the, to stream the movie. Right. Wow. I kind of agree with them though a little bit. Don't you feel like at some point something should be free? Like if we like Taylor Swift, we should just get a T shirt. Yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, everybody's paying so much for everything. Yeah. 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 All right. So. People are starting to catch on to this, too. If you own a digital copy of a song, an album, a movie, or a TV show, what you actually own is nothing. You own nothing. PlayStation users are finding that out after learning that tons of shows from Discovery are being yanked from their libraries, even though they, quote, unquote, purchased them. Discovery recently merged with Warner Brothers, meaning that as of January 1st, you can't watch their stuff on Sony's PlayStation anymore. Now, the shows that are included here, Mythbusters, Naked and Afraid, Shark Week, Cake Boss, Say Yes to the Dress, Deadliest Catch, Four Weddings, and a whole lot more. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of streaming TV. See, that's I get. See, that's why I get nervous about all of it. I still itch to have a hard copy of it in my hand. That includes everything that goes onto the cloud. You know, oh, like, you know, like for your own personal videos. Yes, every playlist I have, yeah. every download, right? I've done. I just, it, I just feel like it could be gone. Well, and they can change it. Like for example, I just was forced to do the newest whatever seventeen point two point one update, and it changed so many things about my contacts and my phone. For example, like I had particular pictures assigned to people and that picture's like gone like yeah. if that picture's in the cloud it didn't come down and stay with that contact the co- it had to be like on my phone it's like stuff like that i'm like why would they like stop messing with it everything is in my phone yeah you know, everything do you remember bruce willis before he uh came down with this uh disease this condition mm-hmm. that he's got um uh, he sued or or had talked, but he didn't sue, but he had talked about, he was eyeing a lawsuit against Apple for the very same reason that we're talking about. Because he said he spent money buying all these songs and all this content, 
And he wants to be able to leave this stuff to his kids if he want, but yeah. he can't do that. So, you know, when you're buying it, if you're not buying it in a physical format, you don't actually own it. Right. You're just buying the rights to, to play it until they remove it. Right. Yeah, that you're right. Now, what I've done in the past is I've burned the music to CD. So it's like I'll purchase it and then I'll uh, burn it to CD and then I kind of do my own processing because I'm a radio nerd. And then I just load them onto my uh, into my music. That, like, they're my files is the point I'm making. In other words, I've converted mm -hmm. them into my own files so mm -hmm. that if Apple takes them away, I've still got copies of them. Mm. If that makes sense. Wow. Uh, Just as an alternative. That's a good plan. I mean, it's something. Yeah. Something. That's all I've got. Okay, we'll leave it there for now. we yep. got more for you coming up after oh. 7 o'clock. In the meantime. Oh, yeah, we forgot we totally about your flew. clue. We flew, right. We got a discussion about office and forgot all about Blake in a Box. That's okay. I got your music ready. All right. Blake in a Box with James Free Jewelers. It's your shot at up to $10,000 in James Free Jewelry. Actually, it's a total of ten grand. You could win your share up to $3,000 in James Free Jewelry. I have hidden the second box out of five. It's out there in the tri-state somewhere, and you just got to find it. Listen to the clues that I give you here and on James Free's Facebook page. Locate the box. You win. It is outdoors somewhere. It's not buried under any landscaping. And you have access to it, full access to it, 24 hours a day. So don't cause any trouble. Play nice with others. Here we go. I'll give you the first clue, and then I'll give you the new one. A tiny little bush this box calls home. I see Christmas, but not one gnome. This great holiday, there is a reason. And you know it is still football season. Okay, here comes the new clue. Which part of town should you be looking? Plenty of shopping and lots of cooking. Close to a sidewalk with quite a view. Happy holidays and God bless you. Which part of town should you be looking? Plenty of shopping and lots of cooking. Close to a sidewalk with quite a view. Happy holidays and God bless you. Go find the box. Another clue here at 8.40 this morning and on James Free's Facebook page at 8.30. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, so why did Chipotle put out a napkin holder for your car? And why would someone gun down an inflatable Santa? It is Monday, the 4th of December of 2023. We're Jeff and Jenna. Here it is. Your news that didn't make the news. 
on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, before we get to those stories, when did you put up your Christmas tree? Well, Kristen put up ours right after Thanksgiving. It was the Friday after Thanksgiving. Again, it's just like a little Charlie Brown one. We're going light this year because of the renovations going on. Mm-hmm. We've had ours up since like oh, like 10 days before Thanksgiving, so maybe mid-November. Yeah, we. so her parents, they we got it up. On Thursday, we decorated it on Saturday and turned on the lights. So I guess Saturday would be the official day. But uh, there is a day, like the uh, a best day to put it up. And according to tradition, if you put your Christmas tree up yesterday, you did it right. Yesterday was the day. Yeah, okay. people argue about this all the time, like, when should you put it up? Should you put it up right after Thanksgiving? Or maybe you should do it December 1st? Or are you safety first and you wait until mid-month so that the tree doesn't dry out? Well, Sunday was the first day of the Advent, as in Advent calendars, oh. which is an old religious thing. Uh, most of us just use them as an excuse to eat chocolate now. but Or get little trinkets. Yes. <laughs> but the traditional Advent varies by year, but... But it always starts four Sundays before Christmas. So it's always it would always fall between November 27th and December 3rd. Okay. Per tradition, it's when you're supposed to open the first door on your calendar. But a lot of them start in the first now, so you open the last one on Christmas Eve. Anyway, December 3rd is also when you're supposed to put up your tree. And, and if you do care about traditions... Take it down on January 6th when the 12 days of Christmas are officially over. I have heard that, that you have to leave at least one sort of Christmas decoration up until January the 6th just because of luck. Oh. That's what I've heard. I've heard okay. that. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the epiphany, the epiphany where, the, where yeah. the kings, the wise men come to the manger. That's where that all comes from. Yeah, because I'm looking at the calendar and... We're out of town till the second, and then we come back to work, on, or I come back to work on the third. Let's leave it up till it's time to Easter. See, Saturday <laughs> is <laughs> stuff out. Saturday is the sixth, so Saturday the sixth will make the most sense for us. I mean, we used to leave we had, we would have multiple trees in the house, but one of the smaller ones we would leave up year round, and it would become the Valentine's tree, and then it would be the St. Patrick's tree and the yeah. Easter tree. See, I do like that, and that was that was always fun. We really yeah. enjoyed. Doing that. Well, that people are moving away time. from that because uh, they're doing pink trees now. Pink trees are up 286% on Pinterest this year because of Barbie. Oh, no. nice. Oh, nice. I always cute. think the black ones are interesting. Like in a, in the right room. Like the, the right black decor. tree? Black tre- Have you seen black no. Christmas trees? Yeah. And then they either go like gold or all gold or all silver all over it. Oh, oh these are not. artificial then. These. Of course. Yeah. Yes. My sister has one a special of those. breed of tree out there that, <laughs> that I'm aware of. No. Oh yeah, okay. My sister has one of those um, flocked trees. I love those, but they're so messy. They are so messy, and my cats would destroy oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I love those. I forgot to tell you too, Jen. I meant to share this with you. Paul Sturkey from Kroger sent me an entire. Uh, video reel of cats destroying trees. trees. Yeah, I've it's seen it. So oh, it's funny. great. I'll have to it. share it to you. It's so funny. I mean, if anybody had, I would, I, I need to sit down and just spend a lot of time thinking about how I can decorate 
in a way that my cats can't destroy it because there's really nothing, there's no high places that my cats can't get to. Yeah. I mean, even if I tried to put stuff on the ceiling, they would find a way. So right. I need to come up with decorations. I should just call Karen. They're not better. content. <laughs> you should. Just have her do it. They're, so they're not content to just like crawl under it and just look at the, because that's what Gracie will do. She'll, no. she'll crawl under the tree. She's curious. She might nuzzle it a bit and then park herself underneath it. I don't think so. I think pure destruction would occur in my Yeah, it depends on the personality of the cat. Well, and I have nine. Do the math. There's nine. (laughs) One of them. There's at least one or two of them. What about the um, sticker that goes on the wall? You know, I've looked at some, and that's the other thing is I don't have a ton of wall space. Hmm. You know, I, d- yeah. I have windows. I don't have a ton of Maybe wall. you just decorate the cat tree. Yeah. Right. But, you know, they, but they make those things that, like, you could attach a string or something to the top of it and then just tack it to the wall or something just to keep it upright so that if they do climb, at least they don't knock the whole thing down. Yeah. I just don't know. Well, your glove box is the place for all those extra napkins you collect. We actually have a drawer full of napkins and utensils. Plastic that, forks and spoons. Yeah, and we get yeah, it from too. we get it from DoorDash deliveries, and we also bring them in from our homes or our cars. But the folks at Chipotle want to change that. They just added some new merch to their website, including a napkin holder that attaches to your visor. It's called the Chipotle Car Napkin Holder. And it's supposed to be a playful jab at all the people who take way too many napkins when they order food. The idea is that it declutters your glove box and offers easy access when eating behind the wheel. That's kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even want to get into this. So, So I like to park and eat, too. And it doesn't matter, like, where I get my food from. Usually it's Chick-fil-A, but, like, if I deviate or if I go to other places or a combination of both... There's usually those lots over at Oakley Station over by the Olive Garden, and you'll be shocked at how many people use that same spot to park and eat. Yeah. Yeah. The the people watching is incredible. The people watching is awesome because you see all these groups going in and out of Olive Garden, and a lot of them are people (laughs) on their work lunch break, and the Mm. the office will go together. Sure. But then you also got, like, the old ladies that like to get together and lunch once a week. There's a lot of stories there. But Chipotle has got this napkin holder that runs $30. Uh, they $30. sold out over the weekend, actually. It's not clear if they plan to stock more. But the good news is you don't need to wait. All they did was slap their logo on a tissue holder for visors and call it a napkin holder. <laughs> That's so funny. And Amazon's got a ton of them that look just like it. And they're a third in price. So if you're into the idea, just buy one for 10 bucks, load it up with napkins instead of tissues, and they you want to get creative, it. slap a Chipotle logo on it. And yeah. That's a true thing, though. You're every good to go. T- every time I drop Chris off to run in and grab our Chipotle, he comes out smiling like this. <laughs> look, well, and also, look, I got a whole bunch for the glove box. <laughs> Their quality of napkin is pretty good, Because too. napkins are so hard to come by. <laughs> well, right. that one's good. It doesn't do it anywhere else. Just there. I don't know why. Sometimes they're Funny. stinky when you get them other places. Like, they don't smell as good. Chipotle does have a quality napkin. Yeah. It's yeah. the yeah. texture to it. Yeah, for sure. In other news that didn't make the news this morning, if the next presidential election is this close, God help us all. There is a small town in the state of Washington. Uh, It's a small town of Rainier. Rainier? Rainier. 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 Oh, like the cherries. Yes. I'm not. I've heard it pronounced. Rainier? Rainier probably is how you pronounce it. It's near Seattle. They just had a city council election last month. And the two guys running for the seat were Damian Green and Ryan Roth. 
So why are we talking about this election a month later? Because they just had to do a recount after Ryan won by a single vote. He won 247 to 246. Oh, man. But here's why it's making news. Damien could have won, but he didn't vote for himself. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did he vote for the other guy or did he He just not vote? No, he didn't vote. And a reporter asked him why. And he said, because it just felt too narcissistic. I get that. That's well, the he's guy. not a true politician. Then. That's the guy you want, though. <laughs> right? I didn't even vote for myself. You know, he like he voted. He participated in the election. It's just when it came to that race, he didn't vote. Anyway, he also thought about um, Ryan's. Uh, Ryan says he also thought about not voting for himself, but his wife convinced him that he should. And it turned out without that vote, he and Damien would have tied. And the last time the town had a tie, they picked the winner by flipping a coin. So anyway, to Damien's credit, he's not whining about it. He's not complaining. He's not ordering multiple recounts and claiming it's fixed or any of that nonsense. He says he has no regrets. He plans to run again next time and moving on with life. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. That would suck. Right. Ugh. I know. Damn it. Yeah, right? I mean, that's on you, man, right? Yep. Yep. By the way, if you collected VHS tapes and you're trying to get rid of them, Jen will take them because she likes physical (laughs) media. I like it in my hand. I don't know. uh, I think I still have a box of VHS tapes somewhere. What would you do? What do you do with those? Would, Would Goodwill want those? Do they sell that kind of stuff? I'm sure you could recycle them somehow. Yeah, you might be able to recycle them. But we found, when we were cleaning out the basement, we found a bunch of Blu-rays, DVDs, a lot of stuff that the kids had when they were little. Some old movies that probably came in a box from my place. Yeah. Got the Sound of Music box set. Oh, that's pretty good. Fun. Was that the... Had I got the 75th anniversary edition years back of The Wizard of Oz in there. I think I got the DVD of 40-year-old version. Just oh, like these funny, funny movies random. that, yeah, back when everybody was either renting or buying DVDs. Yeah. But if you happen, if you collected VHS tapes, chances are you had a copy of Titanic. Oh, everybody did. Yes, Titanic was one of the top-selling tapes with more than 25 million VHS tapes in circulation. And even if it's in a box in the basement, that counts as in circulation. Well, there's a guy in Florida. His name is J.D. J.D.'s been trying to collect 1 million copies of Titanic on VHS, or around one out of the 25 copies that have existed. That's that's his goal anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, he has 2,477 copies already, so he's got a long way to go. (laughs) He playfully jokes about his fandom, but his dedication is real because I guess the guy, he spent a few years collecting already, and Titanic was a double VHS, if you recall, because the movie was was so damn long. Uh, Yeah, It was. God, how long was that movie? Like, Was it three hours? 
which yeah. was unheard was, of at the time, oh which was twice as, I mean, most movies when that came out were like an hour and a half max. Yeah. Still didn't save my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours and 15 minutes. Can you imagine the space that it's taking up in his house, though? Yeah. Well, you know, Titanic is best on VHS. September 1st, 1998, take the voyage home. That's what they were saying. That's what I was playing on the VCR. I was watching this thing over and over and over again. I checked that P.O. box. I mean, I got to fill the car up because there's so much Titanic, baby. I'm trying to get to a million. We have 2,467 right now, so we are so close to that one million. Uh, what is it about that movie that makes him want to watch it over and over and over again? I don't know. He said it makes him feel something. He said that he enjoys it most on VHS. Like he prefers the quality of the VHS. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I read. The, I put this story up on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page over the weekend. If you want to check it out too. And to go even further, he claims he already has the world's largest collection of the Titanic soundtrack on CD. Wow. Now, obviously, he's not going to get to a million by hitting up thrift shops. He actually needs your help. He is asking people to donate their spare copies to him by mailing them to him. You'll have to cover the shipping, but if you happen to have an old VHS copy of Titanic, this guy wants them. What else is he doing with his life? Nothing. I don't know, <laughs> dude. He's got anything else going on? I don't have I just think, man. He's just living life in Largo, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's his thing. Florida man collecting Titanic DVDs. Florida man. Did it say how old he is? Oh, he's young. Say how old? Yeah, he sounded young. He looks younger. I mean, Mm. I don't know, maybe 30-ish. Well, he's a romantic at heart, you know? Yeah, again, his name is... just touched him. His name is JD, and he's he's on YouTube. He's got a YouTube feed, TitanicFan97. Well, let's get him these VHSs so he can get on to the next chapter of his life. I'm telling you, I'm sure yeah. we probably have one of these <laughs> in my parents' basement, at least. I might have one, too. Here's a picture. Like I said, I put the picture up on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page if you want to check it out. I think I posted it yesterday morning. He even has, like, cardboard cutouts of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. Oh, wow. And he is just, like, a massive Titanic movie Here's fan. my other question about people who do this kind of thing. What happens when you reach the goal? Do you will. Do you feel like after that initial sense of completion and victory, are you like, oh, now what do I do? You, I, you know, goal? that same thing that people experience when the wedding is over. Yeah. You know, they, they work and plan and look forward to and get excited about and then it happens and it's great. But then you just kind of don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, because I've enjoyed the last two years planning this thing. Right. And now what am I going to do with my time? Yep. Honey, we need to start looking for a house. <laughs> How long do we have to do those thank you cards? Yeah. One year. <laughs> uh, someone was not happy about being on the naughty list this year. I guess there's a couple in Kentucky who are upset after someone gunned down the inflatable Santa in their yard last weekend. Oh, jeez. My dad was telling me about this. Yeah, they were watching TV, minding their own business. They got the Christmas decorations out. And they heard this bang from outside. And they look outside to see what it had. They didn't know if it was a gunshot or what it was. Turned out it was. They look outside, notice that their giant inflatable Santa had fallen over. Oh, they shot Santa? They did. 
Yeah. And I got to tell you, the footage from the surveillance camera made it even scarier because what happened is a car turned around in their court, drove past their house, and apparently shot the Santa. It's unclear who the shooter was. But was it like a real gun or that's like, messed up. like oh yeah, a BB oh, like, gun. A, I mean, like a yeah. Well, it was. I mean, yeah, we're assuming it was a real gun. Or I wonder if a BB gun could penetrate an inflatable. Oh, I don't know. I would still consider a BB gun a gun. Yeah, it if is. it can do that kind of damage, for sure. The inflatable was new. They just bought this thing. That sucks. They spent two hundred dollars on it, and the kid. They probably have kids. Yeah, who just loved it. There's yeah. no one in the world that has inflatables in their yards that don't either have kids or grandkids. You I'm don't convinced. Think? No. <laughs> there's now a here's, reason to get them. Here's the good news: a neighbor was actually a help. A neighbor was able to help them patch a hole. Oh, nice! Patch the hole, the bullet hole. No one was hurt. Uh, but the community is concerned, rightfully sure. so, because I mean this happened very close to the houses. Mm. So the police are investigating. I haven't seen a Santa that big, but I I do drive by a snowman that big. Oh yeah, like a big frosty. Like a yeah. But it's like, like someone 20, would discharge 20. a firearm in a neighborhood like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Especially over something like that. I will tell you. Do you guys remember those massively huge, like twenty foot tall skeletons mm-hmm. that they've had out for Halloween? I saw a bunch of people have now started decorating those. As a part of Christmas, they're having them like they have them hang the lights and stuff. I think that's a cute idea. Putting ornaments on the tree. Like if you don't like inflatables, like that might be a neat way to do something. All right, couple things coming up. Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is going to check in with us. Cole's seventy-nine dollar PlayStation mistake. Whoopsie. Yeah, here's the question: Does a store have to honor an incorrect price? Yes. You say that, but I do say they? Yes. I know, but do they? That's the right. question. Like, do they legally have to? Do they legally have to? I would say yes. And even if they don't legally have to, is it in their best interest? I guess you got to weigh the dollars and cents of that. Yep. Anyway, he's going to get into that. Plus, at 740, shop till you drop. We are currently in round seven. That's the Kroger gift card round. Uh, we're talking all gift cards from the kiosk, the gift card kiosk at Kroger. So make sure your cheat sheet is up to date. Since This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Because I was putting them on. And it oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hurt yourself. This job right can be face. dangerous. Well, if I start to Hi, swell up, like, right here <laughs> on this side, I'm like. Yeah. I'll we'll get right. you some ice. Do you we'll need an, an ice eye. pack? No, I think I'm good. But okay. That stuns you, though. Have yeah. you ever squeezed, like, you know the part between your finger and your thumb, like that little nooky place right there? Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. But I've done that before putting on the headphones, like, and it gets oh, stuck. Oh, pinching in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurts. Like, right in the little crease. And, oh. like, literally, you're just, like, pulling it out as fast as you yeah. can. Oh, my God. That Instead of folding it in, which is how you get your hand removed. Yeah. Sure. But it's just, like, you're just like, ah! You have to pull it out really fast. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yeah. This is a dangerous job. It is. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so-
So there's a Canadian news anchor who is getting praise this morning after she shut down a viewer's rude email. You know, we hear stories all the time. We we have a lot of friends who work in television here locally. And they get it worse than we oh do. Oh my god. They get I mean, it so much worse than we do. We've talked to Sheree, you know, Denise who does our traffic, she worked in television there for a while. She worked at both Channel 9 and Fox 19. She would get really nasty rude emails about maybe the outfit she was wearing. They're always getting ripped on for their oh, wardrobe. Yeah. I know. Their hair. I, I can remember specifically someone getting an email about they shouldn't be wearing sleeveless dresses. That yeah. their arms did not, yeah, their arms needed to be covered up because they didn't look good. So a lot of trolls out there who yeah. feel entitled to... Uh, Hair, makeup, clothes, every, anything and everything mm-hmm. about your appearance. Wait. Put that kind of yeah, stuff out sure. there. for sure. For sure. Anyway, uh, this viewer, I guess, sent an email uh, inquiring about her pregnancy, even though she isn't. <laughs> and it was very rude. Her name is, the the anchor's name is Leslie Horton. She is an anchor for Global News Calgary. And I just, I loved how she shut down this rude email in a very sort of tasteful and classy way. You can respond to an email that I just got uh, saying congratulations on your pregnancy. If you're going to wear old bus driver pants, you have to expect emails like this. So thanks for that. Um, no, I'm not pregnant. I actually lost my uterus to cancer last year. And um, this is what women of my age look like. So if it is offensive to you, that is unfortunate. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God. If it's offensive to you, change the channel. Mm-hmm. I know. But how about, you know, that just, and that's the thing, too. When you send these snarky little emails you have no clue that woman lost her uterus to cancer a year ago you don't know her story you know right come on people don't care they don't and and that's the thing is zero consideration at the possibility that there might be something going on there that you are not aware of you know Mm -hmm. which is why i love how she handled that yeah do you think that person heard it And changed their thinking at all? Do you think it woke them up and made them think, ooh, well, you know? Well, if they didn't hear it the first time, they didn't hear it live. (laughs) Since it's gone viral, it wouldn't surprise me if they heard it about it after the fact. But I just, you know, that person wouldn't have appreciated it if someone had said something equally nasty to them. So that's what always boggles my mind is. Yeah. When you yeah. open your mouth. <laughs> and when you're on the receiving end, it is so tempting to respond. Or fire reply, back. Fire back. <laughs> something. I always think about the person in my appear, in my opinion, like the what the steps they went through to get to the point where they had to send the email about that. Yeah. Like they had to go to her Facebook page or open up Facebook to go to her page to search the, the it's like they had all opportunities the to to stop themselves. That that's what you decided to do with your time yeah. in the moment that's was a very, go through all the steps. Very unhappy angry yeah. person. Right. Just delete yeah. it or move along. Yeah. John, has anyone called you out for mm. the outfits that you wear? We have Nine News consumer reporter John Matarese who just walked into the studio. He comes in every Monday, and mm-hmm. he's always looking for ways to save us money. But working in television, do you often get emails in response to 
what you're wearing or your appearance. No, this is the amazing thing. I really don't, but the women all do. Dude, yeah. do and, any and of one, the dudes. one TV anchor yeah, did an experiment. He wore the same suit every day for a month. He just like changed his tie, and he wore the exact same suit Nobody every noticed. day for a month, and no one noticed. Wow! And, and he, no like, one said a yeah. word. Yeah, he like you know he made a you know a vlog about it, saying nobody noticed, but right. a woman. Oh my god. But goodness. if somebody changes their hair, their they're hair. Like, oh, yeah. Taco Rourke is wearing a red sweater. Right. It's unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. I, I feel terrible for the ladies in TV. And they get it a lot, don't they? I oh. mean, the oh. viewers yeah. are relentless. All the yes. time. Oh, by the way, Jeff, how's your nose? I heard you just broke it. Like it's that. right, yeah. <laughs> it's right here, dude. Is there a mark? Did it leave a mark? <laughs> I have a question for you that before you talk about your topic, I saw yesterday you had on a consumer reporter holiday half hour. Something uh, or other? We were doing... Uh, I well, missed it. Well, we, did a, we did a toy team. We did a toy team nine yeah. on Saturday raising raising toys all around the... That's really cool. I was oh, that's say, fun. I saw you over the weekend. I yeah. missed it. It like popped up and I was like, wait, oh. what is that? And I had, I had a Santa hat on. Yeah. yeah I did a live mm. report with a Santa cool. hat. What were you Look at you being nice. <laughs> did you get any emails about that hat? Uh, you know what happened? <laughs> I probably will now. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so talk to us about this mistake that Coles made. I'm yeah. assuming it was an in, internal mistake. It was a website error, and it popped up on Black Friday at Coles' website. PlayStation 5, the new PS5, with a Madden bundle and a uh, uh, Modern Warfare included. Ooh. I mean, it, mm. was, it was the real deal. It was the deal. Mac Daddy. It was the Mac Daddy huh. of PS5 bundles, okay. and it was $79. Sweet. <gasps> and I, what? Some, the bundle is yes. like less ex- more uh, expensive than that. Yeah, just getting the game is that. Yeah. Um, and this guy emails me, a real nice guy, and said, John, I ordered it, $79. It showed up I, I on my on my phone, so I printed it just while I had a paper copy. So he's got it the says, receipt. I've got the receipt and everything. And he said, two days later, I get this email from Cole saying, uh, we're canceling your order. We're sorry. It was a mistake. Oh, no. But he already received it by that point. No, he hadn't received it. Oh, he, had, oh, okay. he, he received the confirmation of it. Oh. And he said, this is this is crazy. He said, they made a mistake. You know, it's not supposed to be 79 By the way, it's supposed to be $499 <laughs> for a PlayStation bundle. He said, uh, you know, they made a mistake, but you have to own up to your mistakes. He says, in my life and my work, if I make a mistake, I have to own up to it. You know, it yeah. is my error. And I can't just shrug it off and say, ha, ha, too bad, guys. You know, my bad. And, and move on. And he said they were trying to do that. So we checked with Coles, and they said, we're sorry, but on the website, it says in fine print, and a lot of retailers have this, mm-hmm. if there's a pricing error, we reserve the right to cancel the order and refund your credit card. Do we know how many they sold at that price? Uh, looking around on Insta and on Twitter, uh, people were posting that they did it too. They bought, you know, around the country. Yeah. So I'd say there were at least several hundred people who bought this $79 PlayStation and then had it canceled two days later. Because you know, Coles is weighing like, you know, do we cave? Do we eat How this? How much are we going to lose here? Yeah. Right. And the damage to our reputation. So I'm assuming since they reached back out to you and said, yeah, we're sorry. We have that disclaimer. Yeah, That's their yeah, way of saying we're, sorry, we're not going to take that yeah, hit. We're sorry, but, and it's a shame, but, you know, that's common with car dealers because they have all these internet prices. You know, when you're looking for a car, you know, they all oh, post yeah. online internet price. And trust me, a lot of times that internet price is an error. And they'll oh. list a $30,000 car for $3,000. Oh, it's happened. See, and, I feel and like. And people are like, I want that car for three grand. 
I feel like it happens a lot with airlines and flights. Mm-hmm. I feel like they will screw up and sell a flight for $47 that was supposed to yes, be. Yes, you hear about Oh, that. remember China Airways or what yeah. was it? North it, China Airways yeah, or something? Flight. And they honored it. Yeah, and in yeah. those cases, they, you know, like 400 people bought it and they actually let those people fly for $47. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they change their tune, as, you know, as this gets more publicity. Mm-hmm. Because it would be a nice thing at least. At least give people a nice a gift card or something. I'm yeah. just curious. Do you happen to recall, like, when you spoke to that customer, did he happen to mention what, what kind of work he's in? Because he was referencing, like, how he could ne- – if he made a mistake at his job, he would have to own up to it. This, you- is, this is the ironic thing. He's a delivery guy. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah, he oh, actually yeah. drives the truck and delivers things. Right. So he so knows if he about delivers, If he delivers to the wrong address and it yeah, doesn't Yeah, he goes to the wrong yeah. address. It's he's on him, baby. Oh, yeah. He owes the company Maybe money. They give That's them the funny. option to buy it for like, like still buy it, but buy it for like four hundred instead for of four ninety nine or something. Yeah, so we'll see. But just keep that in mind, as I always say, don't waste your money. All right, what are you working on for tonight at five, John? Oh, more streaming TV price hikes for the new year. Mm. Hey, how about that? Uh, really? some, some ways to keep that oh. bill down. All right, buddy. It's seven forty one with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q one. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q one oh two. Michelle is looking for a second date update with a guy named Justin. We're going to try to help her out. Hi, Rochelle. How are you? Hey, how are you? It's so nice to talk to you. It's nice to talk to you. It's nice to talk to a friendly voice on the phone. Yes. Something about your voice that's warm and friendly. I like that. (laughs) Thank you. I met this wonderful guy online, and we went out for dinner at Applebee's, and we sat there for, like, over two hours, and we talked and talked, and... I just thought everything was going so well, and he asked me a lot of questions, and he seemed, like, pleased with every answer I gave him. You know, like, he he would smile or, or he'd laugh or he'd nod. Like, he's he's such a good listener. And I really felt like we were connecting, and it was awesome. And I thought he's funny and smart and sensitive because – at one point, I was telling him about my dog who recently passed away, and I could see he was starting to tear up. Like, he doesn't have a dog himself, but I could see that he just he felt my pain. And oh, it was wow. it was so sweet, you that know? Sweet. Yeah. And overall, I just thought it was just an awesome date. And I told him I'd love to go out with him again. And, you know, he looked like he lit up and was like, yeah, that sounds great. So he walked me in my car, and we looked at each other. For a few seconds, I really thought, like, oh, my gosh, he's going to kiss me. If he wants to kiss me, he can totally kiss me. I didn't <laughs> want to make the first move, but he gave me a hug, and it was a nice hug. It was a long hug, and I was, I mean, I was beaming. Like, I was I was happy with just a hug. That's how, how great I felt about this date, and then I haven't heard from him since. I also didn't reach out. I kind of felt like, I don't know, I kind of wanted to leave it up to him. I've just put myself out there a lot. So I said, this time I'm going to lay back, but I haven't heard from him. And now yeah. I want to know why. No, that's frustrating. It I is. love those hugs that you're talking about, though. I know, like the way you described it, that warm hug where it's a full embrace and it just feels good. You can tell they mean it. Yeah. 
The other thing that I noticed, like when you were, were you talking about how he teared up a little, were you tearing up first? Because I find that emotion is sometimes contagious. Like if I'm talking with someone who becomes emotional and it's something that I can even remotely relate to, I find myself feeling that emotion with them. Yeah, Your inner impact nice comes out. Quality. Is that what that is? Yeah, you're empathic. That's such a nice quality. You know, I when I was telling him the story, I I didn't want to get emotional, so I was looking away because it's been it's been really tough for me. Yeah. And when I looked over at him, and I could see that it was he was the tears were kind of coming. He wasn't you know wasn't tripping down his face, but that made me also a little bit like misty. And then right, well, you feel safe. Yeah. And for those of us who have been through it, I mean, yeah. gosh, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here getting teared up just thinking of you going through that experience and how awful that must It is be. awful. Yeah, thank you, guys. Right. Oh, that's sweet. Well, is, do you think there's anything else that we need to cover before we take the break and call him? Is there... You know, honestly, guys, I, I really think because he's just the full package, I have a feeling maybe just he started he was dating a couple of different people trying uh, it out and maybe someone kind of snagged him up mm-hmm. some lucky girl mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of you know what i mean it'd it's, be nice to know so, yeah okay we'll take a break when we come back we'll call justin and see what's going on there and whether or not there's any chance of a second date a second date update continues next with jeff and jen since this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 met Justin. I've already forgotten how Rochelle met Justin. I just know they had a lovely dinner at Applebee's and it lasted yeah. for a good couple of hours. Right, mm-hmm. Rochelle? We didn't stop talking. It was wonderful. Yeah, and Justin's one of those guys who you know, when he's listening that you really have his attention and he asks those follow-up questions and uh, he's obviously a very empathetic guy because when the topic of her dog who passed away came up, he even got a little teary-eyed. So... It just ma- it just makes you fall in love with them even more, Absolutely. doesn't it, Rochelle? Absolutely, yes. Well, we're going to try to find out why he's not reached out to her because Rochelle felt like she sort of put herself out there enough and she'd like a little give back if there's any chance of him being open to a second date. He has been dating other people, so it's possible he's seeing someone else, but it's worth a shot. Let's give him a call and see what's going on. Hello, this is Justin. Hi, Justin. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, hey. How are you? Guys? <laughs> What's up? I wasn't hey. expecting that oh, reaction. Hey. And I imagine you weren't expecting this call. Not not in particular. Are you a fan? Do you listen often? A fair amount. Yeah, I like you guys. Oh, I appreciate that. By chance, is this the dating thing? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, uh, there we go. Now, we understand you've been dating. Yeah, trying to get back out there, you know. Trying to get back out there. And I know you're probably being choosy and very intentional in how you're navigating I'm all this. Trying to make wise decisions, for sure. Yeah. Say it again? Trying to make wise decisions, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'd yeah. like to talk about Rochelle and your Applebee's oh. day. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Um, Rochelle seems like a very lovely person. Uh, I enjoyed talking with her for the most part. Uh, Dave was good. Um, had a nice walk after. And, yeah, she is. Uh, she certainly seems like a nice person. Well, that's good. Um, is there anyone else who's distracting you right now? Or do you think you'd be open to seeing Rochelle again for a second date? Because uh, she did note that you haven't reached out yet. And you've just been busy. I'm a little gun shy. Like, she did this thing kind of early on in the date that caught my attention. And, like, I was able to keep on going with the date and whatever, but there was something kind of distracting about it. And, like, after the date, like, the day after, it really sort of sat kind of weird with me. But I, I like her, and a lot of other things seem great, but it just sort of, I don't know. Yeah. Will you share, are you willing to share with us what it was? So she took out this notepad and just, like, had it on the table there. And as we were talking, she would, like, make little jots on one side of the paper or the other. <laughs> what, like a pro and con list? Well, yeah, that's what it was, man. That's what it was. Because I asked her about it, and she said it was her strike and home run list. And so oh. I was like, what's that? And she's like, well, when you say or do something that's, like, really awesome, like I put it in the home run. and. If you say or do something that I'm not really into, then I put it in the strike category. And I'm just like, okay, that's a little in my face right now. Um, yeah. And, like, I understand people are assessing their date as they're having their date. Like, that's a natural thing. Yeah. But, like, to take out a notepad, like, people usually do that in their head. Or they, I don't know, they have the date and then they talk about it with their friends or they assess later. But... It felt a little... Definitely different. Yeah, a little commodity-based and a little like, wait a minute, like, I'm a person, man. <laughs> can, okay. can we just sort of, like, be here now instead of, like, instantly ranking? Or, like, are you going to want to try to, like, shape me who you want to be? Like, what's going on? Like, so my, sis my little, little baby weird. sister who just celebrated a birthday recently used to write down things and we found some of these in my mother's house after she passed away where she would write down offenses that i committed that she was going to tell mom about good for her and they were like the silliest dumbest things you know like he left his clothes on the floor or he moved my milk or something stupid you know yeah yeah man and the thing that's real conflicting is that there were a lot of moments like in the conversation and whatnot where it felt like there was, you know, wonderful chemistry and like flow and going on and you getting to actually know someone. And then like, I would see her like pick up the pen and then jot something down. It would like take me out of that yeah. um, for a moment or two. And I'm just like, what, wait, what? I don't mean, like, can we go over my strikes? I'd like yeah. to know what did I do wrong? What I'd were be my really strikes? curious too. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, like, how would you like it if I took out a thing and, like, and starting to categorize everything I don't like and like about you, right? I'm yeah. just really curious. So, what, what, yeah, what is the reason? Why do you do this? I, um, I was going to say, Jeff, that's such a nice story about your sister, and that's really special, actually, I think. And to explain myself... This is actually the first time I've ever done it. It was it was actually my sister that suggested it because she knows me so well. 
I get so caught up in the moment sometimes, and I get so nervous. I don't usually leave a date, like, really clear about what just happened. I don't know if anyone can relate, but I yeah. I get I tend to get so lost in the moment and I just want it to work out so badly that I only remember the things that I like about a guy. And then I'm kind of blind to all the things that I guess my red flag radar is not very sharp. So even though I hear it, I don't really, it doesn't hit me that this is probably not a good red fit, flag you know? blindness. Like, yeah. And when one of those I don't want to say bad things, but like, you know, not compatible things pops up. She said, just make a little note, you know, and Justin, you only had one strike and that was your work hours. You told me you work like so much and that's because he's young. And so he's just, you know, this is the time to do it, right? That was his only strike? It was his work hours? Yeah, they just work so much. And as he gets older, you know, I think that'll calm down. But I know it, it sounds really crazy, but... There were a lot of, like, you knocked it out of the park type of thing. It was a kind of a jokey thing she came up with for me. So I'm sorry if it came off. I mean, you asked me about it, and I, I thought I kind of explained it, so I didn't realize it was such a turnoff yeah. for yeah. you, Justin. Well, I guess my I question it. is, if if let's say you got into a relationship with him, if every time you're having a heart-to-heart -heart with him and you're sitting there with a notepad saying, oh, he was dismissive to me, I'm going to write that down. Oh, you, you know, like this isn't a regular thing that you carry around with you no, every time you're in a relationship. I, no, it was the first time I did it. And my sister was like, if a guy has a problem with you protecting yourself, then that might be a red flag. Yeah, that's true. So what do you think, Justin? Do you think you can, you know, give this another go? Are you open to it? Is it okay with you if she makes a few notes on the date? At what point, you know, on date number three, do we put the notebook away? Can we make a compromise, a deal here? <laughs> I guess, I guess the thing is, like, I wouldn't want, like, A, like, what are you looking for in dating? Like, are you looking for short-term, long-term? Are you, like, trying to have three kids? Or, like, what's, what, you know, where, why, why are you dating, I guess? And maybe that's a thing we could talk about on a second date. Maybe we, like, do something a little more active, like a walk or, like, something that, gets us not just sitting there maybe feeling a little too nervous well what maybe. i'm gathering from the two of you you're both talkers yeah yeah, yeah. we like to talk yeah. so I, you I, know i i don't know if I, I i don't know if an active date is better for talkers or if sitting down is better for talkers but i think that the two of you should talk about it and come up with a plan and do this again what do you all think should they get together and talk about it oh yeah yeah i think they should talk about it yeah i guess we are talkers but i think a bicycle ride a bicycle ride Ooh. would be nice there and we can still talk <laughs> i'll see you guys tomorrow because you can't take notes on a bike ride no so that's, right exactly yeah. so yes let's do it do it they're doing it all right let's do it so we're gonna set it up justin you'll be hearing from rochelle because she called us just uh, give her the courtesy of a response, and we appreciate you both coming on Second Date Update, you guys. Thank you so much, Dan and Jeff. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Love you, too. Okay, bye. Thank you. All right. If you need a little help with the Second Date Update, it's so simple. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
wonderful. How are you? Oh, you sound wonderful. You sound awake. You sound sharp. <laughs> On top of things, ready to go. Win some money. Did you get yes. a good night's sleep last night? Actually, I did. For it to be a Monday morning, I feel fairly awake. That's you, great. Yeah, I have a tough time on Sunday nights, too. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard falling asleep on Sunday and then just the whole business. So when you get a good night's sleep into a Monday, you know it's going to be a great week. So we DVR'd something. Uh, I don't usually get into all the holiday movies, but there was one Kristen wanted to watch, and it was a Norwegian holiday on the Hallmark Channel. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> because... Kristen is of Norwegian descent. Okay. And it was the most adorable, cutest, fun thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, it was Just really precious. fun. Put you in the... I love how you get into the holiday spirit these days, Jeff. I can remember when you were a little bit more of a curmudgeon. Yes. A grunt. Was that really? <laughs> a Grinch. Oh, yeah. yeah, just a negative Nelly. Back in the day? Uh, crabby pants. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm getting soft in my old age. I, I think you are. <laughs> I think it was because of all of the commitments you knew you had going into, like, we have to go there, and then we have this. Oh, probably. Like, ah. Yeah. yeah. It's, a little, it's a little less exhausting these days <laughs> than it used to be. You know, the company you keep. <laughs> True. That's right. All right. Well, let's try to win you $1,000 here, Jennifer. <laughs> Wonderful, yes. All right, so here we go. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is about to reveal. The only rule is do not repeat any of your answers, and the key to winning is passing quickly. Do you have any questions? No, I do not. All right, give her a letter, All Jeff. All right, let's see what it is. Oh, this letter sucks. Oh, <laughs> really? Well, uh, look at what it says. So it says you got the letter O. Oh, but you can make a choice. That's right. Uh, handwritten in here, it says you can, you could do the letter E. Ooh, so how you're, about that? you got to deal with a vowel regardless, mm-hmm. but you might have an easier oh, time with the letter E. I don't know, or maybe you got a bunch of letters, words that begin with letter O in your head. That's you up just to don't you. know. Um, let's keep the O. Let's just go with O. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This I'm is Jennifer's first time playing this, so maybe she feels like it's meant to be. And Jennifer's wow. a badass. She <laughs> believes there are no accidents in this universe, and you take what you get, and you make the most out of it, yeah. right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Must have gotten a very good night's sleep. She's that sharp. She's ready to tackle that up. Man. Oh, boy. The big O. Here we go. Let's see what you can do. 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right, so here we go with the letter O. Name something you wear to church. Uh, pass. Something you fry. Uh, oh my gosh, okra. Something wet. Orange. Something you borrow. A pass. A plant. Oh my gosh, oregano. A flavor. Um, pass. A book. Oh my gosh. Um, um, I don't know. Pass. A TV show. Oh wow. Pass. <laughs> Something square. Oh Oprah for the TV oh, show. Yeah, Oprah. <laughs> Opera I thought of that after the fact, but I was afraid to go back and then I'd mess myself up. So. Yep. Opera creams can be square. A Something... book. Oh, the places we will go. I was thinking, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, Honestly, that would have been good. A book? Uh-huh. I thought of the Oxford Dictionary after the fact. <laughs> oh, oh man. We would have yeah. taken that. Yeah. Yeah. Keep <laughs> shouting it out. <laughs> yep. so there was something funny. else. Oh, Optima. Something you borrow, you could have said Optima. Like True. the car. Kia the Kia Optima. Optima. Yeah. Yep. Uh... Something you wear to church, an opal brooch. I was thinking Oregon. <laughs> oh, I got stuck on that one too. Yeah. 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 yeah see, O was hard. That was a little more it's challenging. Tough 
I don't you think, know. Do you think you would have had better luck with E? No, because what would I wear to church that begins with the letter E? Uh, Earpiece. There you go. Uh, earrings. earrings. There earrings. you go. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. well, it was a good try. It sure was. The first time yeah. is always tough. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, you have a great day at work. Thank you. And hopefully we'll talk to you sooner than later. Play yeah, again. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. Yeah. You take it easy. Thanks. See you. Bye. Yeah. Hmm. There goes Jennifer. Yeah, speaking of like being awake, sharp, alert, mm-hmm. and focused, it's not always easy to stay focused from 9 to 5, especially on a Monday, but this could help. New study out of the University of Texas and the University of Oregon found that if you want to stay on task, you might want to try breaking things up and setting more goals. Here's what I mean by that. Researchers had people take tests to measure their reaction time. Reaction time. And what a great game to measure reaction time. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Second date update. Even even passing is, yeah. is a form of reaction. Uh, but But each series of tests lasted 25 minutes, and the tasks would get harder as they went when people were just told to do them as fast as possible. Their reaction time actually started to get worse as time went on. But setting goals for each task actually helped. So some examples, they would tell people to see if they could react to each thing within different amounts of time, like a half second or a third of a second. And when they set specific goals like that, they found people are actually able to focus for a lot longer. Now, they didn't get into how you might be able to use that information in any specific job. They said it just shows that in general, whether you're working or studying, setting small, specific goals can help you stay focused longer. Yeah. I've heard this, you know, the the phrase incremental gains create big. Yeah, incremental gains create big results. That if you set goals for just little things... Each day, like before you go to bed, six things you have to get done the next day. Yeah. Every night, six things. And just get a little bit at a time. How's that working out for you? You know, I very rarely make <laughs> I I respect and understand the concept implementing. Yes. I'm not always great at But I know that when I do that, it makes a huge difference mm-hmm. in how much I'm able to get done. I was just asking you that because I heard you off air say, say I, I have to come up with a plan. I need. <laughs> you said you need an organizational plan. I need, you? I, yeah, I need systems I need in plan. place because I'm just in too many places all at once with too many things to manage. And yeah. I'm just starting to get a little overwhelmed. It's all good stuff. It's all great stuff that I have going on and I want to get it all done. I just need a system. Right. I saw this, um, I think it was like an Instagram reel that went around that was like a stitch. And it was like this girl comes on and she's like, so where is everyone between the ages of 32 and 42 hanging out these days? And this guy comes on and he's like, we're in the car. We're in the car on our way to work with our children running errands. We're just driving you can't find us, we're driving in the car. Yes. And I'm like, that is so dead on. It is so spot on. Funny. Yeah, for sure. Man, the kids will keep you busy. Yeah, for With sure. With lots to do. Right.
By the way, a Michigan Christmas tree farm had to stop selling Christmas trees that you can cut down yourself because the deer in that area have been eating all of the trees. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I know that's the thing about our garden is... Like we just we just have that issue where sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And you never know. You just never know. Yeah. You walk out and you're like, oh man, the hostas are gone. Yep. But how lovely for you to be feeding them. <laughs> well, They're hungry. There's a lot of houses in the neighborhood. <laughs> they could space it out a little bit. <laughs> and you break it up. A little you? bit. You know, breakfast yeah. here, brunch there. <laughs> I always think right. about that, too. We, our neighbor across the street from us, neighbor Joy, that's her name. She spends, she's like Kristen. She is a yardy man. Yeah. She is out, like, carrying buckets from the front of the house to the back and all that stuff. And then when I see the deer in the yard just going to town, I'm like, oh, man. Well, I guess in Michigan this year, there are fewer hunters and they got a le- large deer population this year. Uh, the owner of the farm, Ed Carpenter, was talking about the deer eating up all the Christmas trees. I mean, can you imagine? Mm-mm. Like, you're you're out of business, man. You're closed. We're not going out the field to cut them this year. Give her fields a year to rest. Here up, that tree ain't too bad, but down here, it's ruined. They've they've killed it. The last three years, the deer population has gotten so heavy, it's eaten a lot of our trees. Down the drain. 12 years of mowing and spraying and pruning, and the deer did it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You'd think he would have prepped with some fences or something. <laughs> well, listen, we live right by um, Neiman, ne- Newman, something like that. It's it's on, it's on close to our house in Ross. And so we watch them. Like, they're out there all year, like, taking care of the little baby ones and then they get to the big ones and i i get a little sad when i see people cutting them down because i feel like i've been watching them grow their whole lives yeah well you can buy plastic yeah or whatever material they make the fake ones out of yeah yeah Yeah, do they make is there like a flame retardant real tree no, like a flame retardant fake tree that I think a lot of them are flame retardant, but then you're are bringing they? but that the flame retardant, that stuff is filled with all kinds of chemicals and stuff. Yeah, see really that's want, what I'm thinking. So you don't want breathing it, you don't want to be breathing that in all day. No. Right. But I guess this guy's been in business long enough where this this has not been an issue before. Mm-hmm. So it's I guess it's an extraordinary season up there. Yeah. Meanwhile, most people probably wouldn't have a problem keeping an abandoned $20 bill that maybe, you know, you come across one in a parking lot and you look around, there's really nobody around. You're like, oh, well, how am I going to, how am I going to track the owner of this down? Mm-hmm. As well, keep it. Found a $20 bill in a Chi-Chi's toilet one year. Ooh, really? did you get it out? Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, but then that's what most people do. You know, you find something like a 20, you probably... Probably keep it. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to put a lot of effort into finding its rightful owner. But what if it was a thousand dollars? Oh, they asked thousands of people what they would do if they found one thousand dollars on the ground. Yeah, a thousand dollars on the ground. Yes. What do you think the percentage <sighs> is of people who say they would keep it if no one else is around and they could get away with it? Ooh. What percentage do you think would keep it? Good question. 47%. Of almost half? 
Yeah, and what, you know what's interesting to me? I don't know. Women were slightly more likely to say they'd keep it oh, really? than the men. Huh. Yeah, but where am I? Like, am I in the parking lot here at work, or am I out in the middle of the forest? And is if it I'm just in the forest? I'm keeping it. And is it just cash? I mean, or is it in a wallet? Is it? It is wherever you found it, where you wouldn't be spotted. In other words, a place where there are no witnesses. Okay, so in the forest, I took yeah. a hike. Because here's the thing: if it's <laughs> in a wallet, if it's in a wallet, there's something else in the wallet that can, you can find the person. Like identify you the can owner. identify. No, you let's cash. say you found an envelope of cash in the parking lot. Like okay, a, you pick it up, you open it up, you're like, "Holy crap! There's there's thousand dollars in this thing." Because how do you you know you look you, around? There's, there's nobody, <laughs> right? There's, there's nobody, nobody around. around. So, so what do you? I mean, how do you how do you know you found the rightful owner of the cash if it's just an envelope full of cash with no writing on the envelope? If it's because I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there on Thanks. social media or on my at, uh-huh. at my job yeah. that I found something, and I'm going to say where I found it. And if you lost something, contact me. You tell me what it is. Okay. And if you hit the nail on the head, then I'll assume you're the rightful owner. Okay. How how long does that go on, though? Like, how long? Do you wait before you spend it? Police yeah. departments have a policy on that where what if you turn that? it into the police... It, it probably depends on the police agency, or but or it might even be as much as a year. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But like, so you put it out to the universe via Facebook and you say, hey, I found something in the parking lot on 4800 Kennedy Avenue. If you can tell me what it is and I will return it I'll to the rightful owner. Got it. I think okay. I would do something like that. That's fair. I feel like. Yeah, same. It also depends on the city you're in because they broke it down by cities and they found that the most honest city in the country is Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, nice. That's where, the, that's where the Bengals are playing tonight, you guys. All right. I feel like it would depend on what it was in for me. If it was in a duffel bag, I'm not touching it. Yeah, because you know that's somebody making a drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Too the, much Ozark. The other so-called honest cities uh, included Los Angeles. Uh, but even small towns like Tulsa, Oklahoma, Atlanta, the most so-called dishonest cities, assuming it's dishonest to keep it, right? Or uh, Detroit, Memphis, and New Orleans. Yeah, and it's all a three bunch of criminals. Only thirty-eight percent of those folks said they would hand it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baltimore. A lot of dishonest people in Baltimore too. Yeah, I think ah, uh, that would be hard. It would be hard to spend it. I can see the temptation of like keeping it because it's a thousand bucks. You know, who there's nobody. It would be hard to find a right. rightful owner. And of course, I'd be like, oh my God, is it drug money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does this belong to somebody that's going to come would and cut you, me? No, because I'm thinking, it? no, uh, immediately my mind goes to someone like my mother who carried cash uh, like that. Yeah. And so I immediately go to the old lady. Who was yeah. going to pay something off or buy Christmas gifts for grandkids or something like that and uh-huh. doesn't believe in credit cards or whatnot. So somebody like that is definitely on Facebook and a friend of yours. I had that thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would you feel like you had to do something good with the money? That's kind of like where I'm at. Donate it to yeah, something? I'm like, or I can't see myself taking something? it to the mall and buying myself something. No. But maybe donating... But you think about that because money is tighter for everyone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on the other hand, someone else could be 
depending on that cash for their holiday shop. Right. It's a, that's, yeah. I, I think it's hard to keep it, but I'm not really sure how to find the owner. Right. Well, I'm going to try. I know. Because you're just a good guy like that. Upstanding, honest, individual citizen for the people. I just have a guilty conscience. I would just feel really crappy. I, I would know, just, that I would, would that would eat at me. That and then you could take us all out for lunch or something nice after. Yeah, know? and then in, in the end, if no one claims it after a certain amount of time, you try. Then, uh, you gave it your a good college uh, try. Yeah, let's go out. And mm-hmm. Do something good with it. Uh, what else? What else? Trying to fill time because you got three minutes before your thing. Oh, oh yeah. uh, real quick, I did come across this story. If you thought you overdid it this Thanksgiving, you did. These, <laughs> no, I was going to say these people probably had you beat. I was going to say chances are, if you feel it, I still feel full from that meal a couple weeks ago. Yeah, police in Battle Creek, Michigan, have been investigating a house where everyone OD'd on drugs on <gasps> Thanksgiving. What? This is crazy. No. Yeah, at least 10 people were found unresponsive with decreased breathing. And amazingly, miracle of miracles, emergency responders were able to rescue all of them, even though some required Narcan to resuscitate. Wow. They got lucky. Yeah, the health department says that they all thought they were doing cocaine. Wow. But it was laced with something mm-hmm. they think probably fentanyl, mm-hmm. and that may have contributed to the overdose. And who is this a family? Are these parents and children doing cocaine together? Is this a big group of cousins? They what is happening here? They didn't get into the family dynamic, but they were also drinking, which did not help. Uh, no details on the people involved other than that they all survived. Also don't know who called 911. I'm assuming maybe it was someone in the house who had enough sense to, you know. Wow. Because it's like you got a bunch of drugs in the house. Last thing people want to do is call the cops. Call rescue. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, whatever happened to game night? What? You know, can't you sit around and play a little Monopoly or... I don't know. What are some of the other good board games these days? Um, there's Apple a game called... Scattergories. I don't know. <laughs> Code words. That's our new... Friend. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jen Morning Show on Q102. Say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is Mary Lawrence. Hi, Mary. Where's, hi. Uh, what, what part of town do you live in? I am on the west side. West side. Oh, west side. Hello, west sider. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Doing it's good great. to talk to you. So you're you a big time crafter, eh? Really? What I kind? I am. Um, I've honestly tried everything. My husband's God bless him. <laughs> um, I right now I have a glow forge. So right now I am doing uh, laser cutting on wood. Laser oh, wow. cutting. Laser wow. cutting out there. Yeah. So do you do craft shows? I did for a little bit, but now lately I've just been kind of selling to people I know. Gotcha. Just kind of doing it for fun. 
Now, cool. is the laser cutting like is that primarily freehand or system? Yeah, it's like a it's a laser cutting machine that cook that hooks up to my computer, and I basically tell it what I want it to cut. I see. Or engrave, yeah, and then cool. it does it for me. So you could like yeah. put an image in there, and it could sort of automatically. Exactly. Yeah, got it. This reminds me. Over the weekend, I found uh, local chainsaw art. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love Tim to see some of the things you did. He mentioned I, it last week. <laughs> well, it was really funny that he mentioned it. And then we I was at the Painted Tree in um, Harper's Point. And oh, my God. There was a bunch last night, too, oh at the God. Fort Thomas Holiday Walk. And was I thought there? of you, yes. Big pieces? There was a guy or? doing it. Oh, oh man. Yeah, like, really? Yeah, they, oh, man. Because these at the Painted Tree, they're smaller. But I'm just, you know, you neat. know I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. So very yeah, that I would is love one to... thing I've never tried, and you do not want to see me with a chainsaw. So <laughs> no, chain, I, that's why that. it amazes me. It's like I would never hold a chainsaw, even if it's off. No way. I don't right. even like the sound. I'm yeah. with you. But I'd love to. I would love where where can can we look at? What can you send us some pictures? I'd love to see what you do. I absolutely can. Cool. Yeah, we've been doing Christmas earrings lately. Wooden Christmas earrings. Nice, oh, cute. Well, so there's an interest that you and Jen have in common. Very crafty. And something you and I have in common is we're both into our third marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Third time's a charm, right? Third time's a charm. <laughs> wow, you people are so brave just to get back out there again. Yeah, <laughs> some of us never do. Some of us are just <laughs> dying alone. Are so scarred for life, we would rather die alone and let the cats chew off our nose no. and do that again. This year you have a beautiful blended family. We do. Yeah, we have five five all together. Oh, Three a teenage boys, two adult daughters. Uh, you really yeah. have literally that's been cool. through it all to get where you are today. Absolutely. Yeah. We love that. Well, we're happy to have you in the club. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm yes. excited. Uh, Jen was just asking about Dewey's Pizza the other day, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, we well, usually come on in. I know. Which one do you work at? Uh, Harrison Green, the one on the west side. We'll see you soon. All right. Now, can I ask you to play something for me? Sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't even look to see if you had so a you know that request. I'm Swifty. You know I'm a Swifty. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's also Christmas season. Can, so can we play Christmas Tree Farm? Oh, oh. Chris, I forgot about Christmas Tree Farm. That's a good one. Yeah. You know we'll what else? See if we she also has an album out where she covered Last Christmas by George Michael Wham. Last Christmas. Because that's I my daughter's um, holiday dance routine is to the to Taylor that? Swift version of that. The ta- her tap? Yeah, her tap routine. Oh, my routine. God, I can't wait to see that. Oh, really? Shuffle stomp. Oh, I'll send it to you. Yeah, it's this weekend. I didn't, yeah. And I guess this is when she was, like, still country Taylor Swift, like, when she put that right, out. Right. Cool. Yeah, I got it for you. Nice. All right, awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Talk to you soon. All right. See you, bye. And if you'd like to become a member of our Best Friends Club, uh, hop on our website, wkrq.com. Shoot us an email. We get a form up there. Yes, fill you fill it out. out the application. Yeah. Take your time. Tell us all about yourself. Right. Here's your My song. My winter nights are taken up by static stress. Holiday shopping traffic But I close my eyes And I'm somewhere else Just like magic Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast Brought to you by CVG Airport Fly healthy through CVG For more information go to CVG Airport Backslash fly healthy